Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello and welcome to episode number 89 of the Property Magic Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to share with you how you can upgrade where you live. Now, this is part three of a five-part series all about purchase options and purchase lease options. In this episode, you're going to learn if you're currently renting, how you can get your foot on the property ladder without a big deposit or without a mortgage. And if you really own a house, how you can move into a bigger property and either rent out your home for a monthly profit or sell it for a tax-free lump sum. And how also you can access the equity in your own home that you thought you could not access due to maybe age or lack of income. Now, let me ask you a question. Whether you are renting or if you own a property, would you like to live in a bigger property in a better area than you do right now? If the answer is yes, you're going to love this podcast. So my question to you is why buy when you can rent? You know, your next home, uh, you'd need to put in a big deposit and a mortgage if you buy it. Why would you want to tie up all that capital if you could rent instead? Your capital could be used instead to buy an income generating property. Why go through all the hassle of getting another mortgage on your own home? Instead, you can live in a property with a purchase lease option in place. You have the flexibility to buy if you want, or you don't have to if you don't want to. And you still get the benefit from potential capital growth from a property that you don't even own. Now, in case you don't know what a purchase lease option is, then you need to go back to listen to part one of this five-part series, which is episode number 87 of the Property Magic Podcast. That episode is an introduction to purchase options and purchase lease options. But the concept is basically you rent a property for a number of years and then you have the right to buy that property in the future if you want to do so. Now, affordability is really important and you need to make sure you can afford the rent of the property you're moving into. You don't want to put yourself into financial difficulty and you've got to be realistic about your budget. You know, we all want to live in a bigger, better house, but you do need to be able to afford to be able to do that. However, hopefully your future income should be more than it is right now, especially if you're investing in property. You should be getting extra income coming in if you're taking action and getting results. Now, a question for you to think about is how much are you currently paying in rent or on the mortgage on your own home? Because a purchase option might be less than you're paying right now. We've had a number of students who've done this. They've moved into a PLO, whether it's their first property because they've been renting or whether it's um, a new property, they've already got their own home. And often they pay less in the option fee to the owner than they do in their current rent or mortgage. So they're actually better off financially. However, if you want a bigger, better property, you might be prepared to spend more money. So the question is, how much would you be prepared to spend? How much could you afford to spend on a bigger and better property? You also need to think about affordability to actually purchase the property if you want to do that. How much deposit would you have to put in? How much would your mortgage, how much money would you need to borrow for that mortgage? And will your income be enough to obtain that mortgage? This will help you assess if you're going for the right kind of property that you will be able to afford in the future. 
Could you maybe get some lodgers to come and rent out some of the rooms in the property to help you cover the costs? Remember, you don't have to buy this property. If it's not affordable for you, you can always assign it onto someone else for a profit. So what are you actually looking for? Well, we want to look for people who want to sell their property. Obviously, to do an option, it's important they don't need the money from the sale now. And they don't mind letting the property out to you for a while as well. So ideally, they might have no mortgage at all, or they have what we call favorable mortgage conditions. And all of this we talk about in episode one of this five-part series. Importantly, they don't want the hassle of managing their property. They don't really want to become a landlord. They just want to move on with their lives. And we were looking for people for whom we can find an ethical win-win. This is a great solution for them, as well as being a great solution for you. So where do we find these types of properties? Well, once you're clear on what you want, you can obviously start looking. Now, estate agents is a great place to find them. You can look for properties that are listed for sale and also listed for rent, because that means that the owner is basically wanting to sell it, but they're happy to rent in the meantime. Or maybe there are empty properties that have been on the market for a while. Maybe the owners have already relocated and they've got a mortgage that's cost them money and actually they just want to get an income coming in and they're happy to sell in the future. They don't need to sell this one because they've already moved on. You can also go to letting agents and see if they've got properties they're struggling to let out. You're going to move in for a guaranteed rent. And if the owner has not been able to rent it out, it's been losing money for them, they might be interested in selling in the future. And also there are landlords who are looking to retire. And there are a huge number of those at the moment, particularly because the latest tax changes, Section 24, which although came in in April 2017, have been phased in and now fully in place. Now, remember, we've got to make sure that a PLO is appropriate. Don't suggest a PLO if it's not appropriate for the seller. It's really important that they don't need the money now. Um, what you suggest to them, are you doing a PLO, should be better than whatever their alternative is. Now, the alternative is maybe they just wait until a buyer appears, but that may not happen. Or you can take care of the property for them and you can even help them make more money than they would for a traditional sale. So what are the benefits to the owner of doing this? And obviously, you've got to be really clear how they're going to benefit and how it's going to be a good deal for them. Otherwise, you're never going to be able to get them to agree to do it. So first of all, the deal can be completed in a matter of weeks, three to four weeks. Obviously, we do everything through a solicitor, but that's much quicker than an actual purchase. They stop having to pay out more, any more money for the property. So if they've got a mortgage, you can take care of that. If they're paying the council tax or the electricity gas standing charges, you can cover those for them. So they're gonna stop losing money. They've got no more hassle. They don't have to worry about the property anymore. And maybe you could even pay their estate agent fees upfront for them as part of the upfront option fee. So they can just move on with their life and forget about it. And they can sell for the full market price or maybe even slightly more because obviously you're intended to buy it in the future and so you can offer them more than it's worth right now. So let's assume you get a property that you move into as your new home. What are the exit strategies at the end of the option period? Well, there are four things you can do. You can either purchase the option at the agreed price, which is the primary thing you want to do, or maybe you can negotiate an extension to the option period. Maybe the market hasn't gone up enough or you don't quite have enough money to buy. You could maybe negotiate. Now, there's no obligation for the owner to extend the contract. You know, at the end of the option period, the 
control comes back to them. But if they've been happy with the arrangement, they might extend it, maybe give them a slightly uh, bit more money as an upfront option fee and maybe pay them a bit more each month. But you could absolutely negotiate. Uh, you could s assign the property onto another buyer. Remember, options should always be assignable. You don't have to buy. You can pass the benefit on to someone else. Or you could decide to walk away from the purchase. Remember, with the purchase option, purchase lease option, you have the right to buy, but not the obligation to do so. Now, from an ethical point of view, I believe if you enter into a PLO, your intention should be to eventually buy that property. But you don't have to. I moved into a property that I was looking to live in uh, with an ex-partner of mine. And we decided after a while that actually, although it was a lovely property, we didn't want to live there as a long-term home for various reasons. So we told the owner, he was a bit disappointed. He said, look, you're looking after it. We'd actually added value. We painted the downstairs for him. Um, and he said, look, you can stay there renting until I can sell. And that suited us quite well. We were looking around for something else to buy. And it was a win-win. And I believe if you don't exercise the option, you should absolutely give the property back to the owner in a better condition than it was when they first gave it to you. Now, when it comes to exercising the option, you need to notify the seller solicitor that you want to exercise the PLO. In fact, your solicitor will notify their solicitor. Now, before the end of the option period, I suggest six months before the end of the option period, you start your mortgage application. It can take a long time to get mortgages and you want to make sure you're in a position to buy this property before the end of the option period. You don't want to run out of time because remember the property goes back to the owner if that happens. And obviously you will buy at the option price that you've agreed, even if the value is more. So let's say the property is worth 250,000, but you've got the right to buy at 200, you will be buying at the 200 price. Now obviously you can refinance after six months of ownership to pull out the deposit you're putting in. And uh, you don't have to buy the property. Obviously, you could walk away. You could assign it onto someone else and make a profit. So if it's worth 250 and you can get to buy it for 200, you might sell it to someone for 240 at a bit of a discount. In that case, the difference of 40K would come to you as a profit. And you need to think about how you're going to fund your deposit. Um, now, I do want to share one other concept with you, which is that a lot of people have a valuable home that they live in, but they don't have enough income to be able to release equity to buy more investment properties. So what some of my students have done is they've moved out of what was their home and they've turned that property into a rental property. Then based on the rental income rather than their personal income, they're able to extract money to further develop their portfolio. However, they might sometimes go and rent somewhere or you could in indeed go into a PLO so your foot is still on the ladder for your own home, but you're just making the most of the assets in your own home. So hopefully this has stimulated your thinking about how you could move into a better home to live in for yourself. Now remember, this is just part three of a five-part series. In part four, which is episode number 90 of the Property Magic Podcast, we're gonna cover how you can get rid of property you don't want. You know, if you've been a landlord for a number of years, I've been investing in property for 25 years, I've certainly bought a few properties over that time period, which if I had a second chance, I probably wouldn't buy those again, knowing what I know now. Now, obviously I bought those based on the knowledge and information I had at the time, they seemed like a good purchase, but I wouldn't buy them again. Now, instead of selling them at a discount, 
I want to get rid of them at the full market price, maybe even get a little bit more, and I can do it by selling them onto someone else who wants to move in and make it their home as a purchase lease option. And that's what we're going to talk about in the next episode, number 90. In the meantime, why don't you register to come and join me for some live online training all about this. I'm running a full day of training, which I'm spreading over a number of evenings, so it's nice and easy to access. And you can go and register at www.plotraining.com. It's completely free. It is live. We're not issuing a recording. So come and participate in that. And I think you'll really understand exactly how you can use these very powerful strategies. So until next time, remember to invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.